Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Essence of the Adventures Talk It Up podcast. My name is Sydney Fetkenhauer, and today we are featuring Abby Krieger, who studied abroad during spring 2022 at Jan- John Cabot University in Rome, Italy. Uh, would you like to in- introduce yourself? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. My name is Abby Krieger. I'm a senior at St. Norbert, and last spring I spent about four months studying abroad in Rome, Italy. Um, I'm a business and economics major from Rhinelander, Wisconsin. Perfect. We're so glad you agreed to record with us, and I'm super excited to hear about your semester. So we just have some basic questions to guide the conversation, and feel free to share anything you think will be valuable. Um, The first one we have is, how did you decide JCU Rome was the program for you? How did studying there help you achieve your educational goals or gain new skills? Yeah, for sure. So I really was interested in going to Europe and I wanted to go to a country um, that didn't speak English. So I didn't want to go to like um, Britain. I just wanted to try something like totally different. Mm -hmm. I really liked that Rome was the capital of Italy. I knew it was going to be a really big city, but it still had that kind of like ancient feel. Um, I really liked how JCU had classes that you could take in English. Um, All of it was taught in English, which is awesome. I know very little Italian. Um, (laughs) But you know a little bit now, though. Yeah, (laughs) caught on to some learned some while I was there. Um, But I really liked how it was all in English. And it was a great opportunity to live in a big city with a lot of different cultures in addition to the Italian culture. Um, So overall, I was just really the perfect fit. And it was a great central location in in Europe to be able to travel to a lot of other different places as well, because Mm -hmm. Rome is so big. Um, It actually has a couple different airports. So it was also very conducive for that. Awesome. So what were your classes like there? And how did the format compare to classes here at SNC? Definitely different. I'd say Italian professors are more strict. Really? Um, yeah, they're definitely more regimented, which was a little scary, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything is focused on the exams. So there's really no homework or projects per se. It's pretty much all like exam based, which would just like, I think was a learning curve. But as long as you put in the work to study, like instead mm-hmm. of doing a homework assignment, I would just study for an hour or two. Um, so it was just, a, it was a simple adjustment, but definitely a learning curve. Um, but otherwise, I took a couple different classes in my major. So I took an international economics class and an accounting class that transferred right back into my business and economics degree. And then I also took Popes of Rome and Cities, Towns and Villas, which was kind of like the fun side of it, the culture yeah. side. So for Cities, Towns and Villas, we got to just like walk around Rome for a couple hours a week. And um, our professor, she was so sweet. She showed us all the cool spots. Um, and all the history. It's that, like going like, on a field trip like every yeah, day. <laughs> every day. That's literally what it was. It was so much fun. Um, and for Popes of Rome, it was really neat because it was um, a man that taught the class. He runs his own like Vatican tourism business. So his like full-time job is to like get people tours of the Vatican and then he teaches on the side. Mm-hmm. So he like took us in under the Vatican and like all through it and the museums and everything. And then he would like teach us all of the like tips and tricks. Yeah, it was I bet so he was cool. super knowledgeable. Yeah, he was considering this is his career. Mm-hmm. It was a super cool opportunity that I, I'll never get again now. What was your living si- situation abroad like? It was it was pretty interesting. So we went through an affiliate program um, called SAI or SAI, and they have a bunch of different like random apartments basically in Rome, um, in apartment buildings that like 
every like normal people live in so it's not just students wow you have like italian neighbors yeah yeah of all ages which was cool so this, this little old lady lived next to me with this cute little white dog and i used to talk to her in the elevator um, <laughs> so that was kind of cool to be really immersed in that culture it was a little scary because there wasn't like in our building in particular there was no other jcu or size students that lived oh. there um but it kind of forced us to like make conversations with others and like the doorman was like so cool like we got to know him like that was a really neat experience i think um and we lived like right in the middle of downtown rome like we were right there so our walk to class was maybe 20 minutes and it was right through the neighborhood bad. no it wasn't of Trastevere, which has like a bunch of pretty shops and restaurants and um so there was always an adventure in the walk there and back which was pretty cool so i definitely liked that and because we lived we lived right in downtown but also like close enough to our school that the neighborhood we lived in had a lot of students um so that was really neat in general to meet young people and stuff i bet that was super fun yeah yeah um what are your favorite aspects about italian culture and did you notice any major similarities or differences from culture here Definitely Italian culture is slower, which I loved. I think it's kind of a European thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved how it was a little bit more laid back and there was a huge emphasis on the food and on like sharing a meal together. Italians really like strongly advocate for just like, sitting down and focusing on the food and focusing on the company. And in America, I think a lot of times it's like very rushed. It's like yeah. immediate, eating is a means to an end. And in Italy, that's it's, like polar opposite. So mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. Um, I think also just the like conversational aspect of it. They're very like, they'll just stop and have a conversation with you. Um, they're very focused on that personal human connection. And I think a lot of that was lost in COVID. I mean, they definitely can tell they want to bring it back. And I think that was also really neat. Yeah. I think that's kind of similar to like Midwest, maybe not so much like yeah. East Coast vibes, but just like making small talk and being really chatty. That's so awesome. You got to interact with lots of locals. Um, for Italy in particular, I think the food is arguably one of the best parts. <laughs> yes. So what were your favorite dishes and did you try anything unique? So many. We tried to go out to eat pretty often, mm-hmm. um, especially in Italy, like street food is very common, which is very affordable and very like fast. So you don't have to like sit down and have the whole meal. Um, I loved soupli, which is like in the US, a lot of times people call it arancini. So it's like fried cheesy rice basically oh it's really delicious yeah it's kind of like an italian cheese curd one could say um it was really good (laughs) so we had that um we also had a lot of like pizza and the way they make it um in rome is it's all like obviously it's like like thin cracker crust and then they cut it with a pair of kitchen scissors Mm -hmm. um so you like tell them about how much you want and then they just like cut off the piece and then put a little like paper towel around it and then you just walk on the street and eat the pizza so that was really cool we had a lot of that um, and then also carbonara, which is a Roman dish. It's mm-hmm. like, um, it's got like eggs and bacon. It's kind of yeah. like a breakfast pasta dish, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. So we had a lot of that as well. I think a lot of people probably don't realize that particular like Italian popular dishes that have been kind of Americanized or popular mm-hmm. here are actually Roman and specific. So that's really cool. Um, describe what your typical like day-to-day life was like and how you got around the city. Yeah, so we were pretty lucky, like I said before, like we lived right in the middle of Rome. Um, So we sometimes took buses to just kind of save our legs if we were going all the way across the city, but we walked everywhere. I probably walked seven to 10 miles a day around the city. It was so fun. Um, And we lived right next to, um, like our school was right by the Tiber River, which kind of separates the two big parts of downtown Rome. Um, So we had class, um, because like, in Italy, everything's kind of pushed back. I think this is probably, I think this is Europe too, but mm-hmm. um, they don't start their day until 
10 o'clock maybe. And then, but they don't end their day until 8 p.m. either. So we had some later classes at night, 6, 7 p.m. is when our classes sometimes would start. Um, we'd have a couple of classes later at night or like early, like mid morning, I'd say. So then we usually had the afternoons off. Um, so that was really cool. So we would like cook. Sometimes we would go and try different coffee shops. We would just explore downtown Rome. There's so many different museums and a lot of times they're like free to students. Um, so you'd be able to go and just like walk through them. Um, a lot of times we would go to different gardens and like outdoor spaces in Rome. I think a lot of people think that because it's such a big city, it doesn't have those, but it definitely does, mm-hmm. um, which was really awesome. And then everything in, in uh, yeah, Europe, I guess, but in Rome in particular, is just so old. Yeah. So like just to be able to walk Oh, it's into, like ruins. That's yeah. so cool. And like they don't tear anything down. They just build upon what's already there. Um, so like any like church that you walked into was like hundreds of years old. Or like, yeah. you know, so just to walk around is always an adventure. Um, so if we weren't doing homework, we were exploring. Um, and then at night, we almost always would do homework or um, plan our next adventure. <laughs> yeah. So did you have um, class like all five days of the week? Or what was your schedule like in that respect? Did you have like more time to take trips or stuff like that? Yeah, we only had class four days a week. So um, John Cabot doesn't hold any Friday classes yeah. ever, which was awesome. So we had three-day weekends, which gave us a really great opportunity to do some traveling um, and kind of go out and explore. We only had night classes. Um, my roommate and I were pretty lucky Monday, Wednesday. So Thursday, we were done a little bit earlier. We had the opportunity to leave Thursday night if we wanted to, which was really awesome. So we kind of planned that well. Um, and we were able to travel like all over Europe and and all over Italy too, which was really awesome. So the classes were definitely conducive to that as well. Um, and the professors were very understanding if, you ha- like I got um, tickets to Holy Thursday Mass at the Vatican. I missed my accounting class. <laughs> She's pretty understanding. <laughs> yeah, sounds like a one of once in a lifetime cultural yeah. experience. So I'm sure she was okay with it. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Um, so talk about the other trips you got to do abroad. Like where did you go, or what were your favorite places um, in countries in Europe or in Italy in general? We did quite a bit of traveling. We were pretty lucky. Um, we went to a bunch of different countries in Europe and a bunch of different places in Italy itself. We went with um, Sai, like I said, the affiliate program, which is like so cool. I had no idea how like awesome that would be. Mm-hmm. Um, they had so many trips that were pre-planned for us and it's all included like in the like semester tuition actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they had like trips planned to Assisi, Italy, like we would go on day trips. And it was cool because Sai is run by people who live in Italy, so they're Italian. So they like know everything. They know the good spots. Yeah. So they would do like weekend trips where we would go like all day on Saturday um, to like the Italian countryside and do like a wine tasting. Or sometimes they would do like after school trips um, where it would just be like a random Thursday and we would go um, on like a food tour. We did one time we went to an opera, which was kind of cool. Wow. Like in Rome, it was, yeah, it was really interesting. Um, And then on our own, we went to, I think, Germany, Ireland, England, um, and then France. So I have a really good friend that lives in France. I was able to visit her for a week. Um, and we went all over Paris and the um, French countryside by the beaches of Normandy. And that, I think, was my favorite trip, mm-hmm. um, in part because she had stayed with me in the U.S. when I was in high school. So I had shared, like, my life and culture with her. And it was just yeah. so cool to see, like, her end of it. I, I felt so blessed that she welcomed me into her home. Um, and so that was probably my favorite trip and being over there, it was just so easy. I actually just took a couple days off school and went over our like longer weekend for Easter break. Um, so that was awesome. Yeah. It sounds like it was great to get to reunite with her after such a long time. And then also the pandemic probably 
definitely is harder to have human connections. So what is your favorite memory from your experience abroad or your experience in Italy? Since you said you really liked that trip, but do you have any favorite yeah. Italian memories? Yeah, definitely. Um, Easter Sunday, we went to Mass at the Vatican with Pope Francis, and that was pretty magical. We got mm -hmm. there at like 5 a.m. and watched the sunrise over St. Peter's Basilica. I mean, we were like the first ones in line. <laughs> that sounds like a movie. It was cool. Yeah, it really was. It really was. Um, and he like rode around in his Pope mobile, and my roommate and I um, worked really hard for a couple of weeks leading up to it to like get the tickets and we did yeah. all these nuns. It was really cool. I was honestly, it was, yeah, it was like, I bet that was competitive to get the tickets, obviously. Or yeah. what was that process like? It was, but we got lucky. So my Popes of Rome professor knew um, a convent that got tickets through the Vatican. And if you emailed them um, and got on the waiting list, like nice and early, a lot mm -hmm. of times you had pretty good chances and we had better chances because we were students of his. So that, that was really nice. Um, yeah. So I sent them an email in like February and they said, oh, well, we're not sure, but we'll get back to you. Because the Vatican didn't know how many tickets they were going to give out with COVID and with all the regulations. Yeah, it was kind of up in the air at yeah. that point, especially yeah. with Omicron that came out. I don't think they restricted it at all because it was full. Yeah. Um, but then again, I don't know what it looks like on a normal year. Um, but we got lucky. They emailed us the week before Easter and they said, if you come like at this time, like we can, we can give them to you. And so we did. And it was so cool. Awesome. Yeah. So we got really lucky with that. What were some of the challenges you faced abroad? Did you get homesick or lonely at any point in time? Um, probably not as much. I definitely, I mean, I was definitely homesick. Um, I missed like the comforts of the U.S. Just yeah. because I spoke the language. Just what you're used you to. You know, yeah. Um, and I missed my family. But I think the biggest challenge that like nobody told me about was like the grocery store is like terrible if you don't speak the language <laughs> <laughs> because you don't know what you're buying. Yeah. Um, so I definitely came home with some interesting things. I couldn't find like a chicken for like a couple weeks because I, I was just too scared to walk around to like the butcher and ask like behind yeah. the counter and then if you can't find it in a package ugh. yeah it was just kind of embarrassing um and like the grocery stores in Rome are just they're a little rogue you can like bring your dogs in mm -hmm. and they don't have like censorship on the music and so it's just like a very different environment which is totally fine I just was so not used to it yeah um so I just, just like learned to like take pictures of everything and then I would plug it into Google Translate mm -hmm. um and then it would like translate the picture for me, basically. Yeah. So it like took me like twenty minutes to find the right bottle of shampoo. But if you had the time, like it was definitely doable. Just a yeah. interesting experience for sure. A learning curve, one could say. Yeah. When I studied abroad in Spain, I feel like some products they just like straight up don't have they either. Don't. So it's like you're looking for it, you don't know how to say it, and then they just don't have it anyway. So it's yeah. like kind of embarrassing. Definitely. But yeah. You make do. For our last question, if there are some students out there considering studying abroad um, that go to SNC and they're listening, what would you say to convince them to do so? I would say that you're never going to have an opportunity to like immerse yourself in a culture, live in a culture as a student again. Mm -hmm. Like This is your shot. And it's so valuable to be in such a like fruitful community of people who are really interested in gaining a global perspective. And to be able to do that as an undergrad at this stage of your life, I think is just so transformative. For me, it was and it personal growth. And to be able to like really learn to rely on myself to um, plan trips to successfully grocery shop, like yeah. things that I, I could do in the States, but we're just so different in another country, like that resourcefulness and that confidence and that um just like personal development as a whole I think was just so beneficial for me and I think at this point in my life it was just 
irreplaceable. So I just think it's so important if you're interested at all to just look into it. And even though it's scary because you don't, it's just like the fear of the unknown, you know, mm-hmm. to be able to take the leap and, um, and SNC just sets you up so well and, and walks you through it that um, if you're willing to go and like have the adventure, then there are going to be people there who are going to make sure that you succeed. Um, and to just trust in yourself that, that you're going to be able to do it and make the experience, uh, unforgettable. Yeah, I would agree. I think that's some really good insight. So thank you so much for being on the podcast today, Abby. And our episodes go live every Friday at 9am. So keep an eye out for new episodes. You can follow us on Instagram at SNC Study Abroad for updates. And then here's another reminder that the last week to apply for the Gilderman Scholarship is this week. And thanks for listening. See you next time for more adventures.